All right, guys, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the ethics of using corrections. Now, I have a, a bunch of videos on this topic where I talk about training tools. I talk about the remote collar. Um, and, you know, I have a bunch of posts on this topic as well. And even a few episodes ago, I talked about the quadrants in which I talk about uh, negative reinforcement, positive reinforcement, positive punishment, negative punishment. So if you want to kind of get a little bit more detail on that, go back to that episode. But in this particular episode, I'm going to dive a little bit more into the ethics of using the proper amount of correction. And, um, and why ethics get involved here is because I have seen uh I have seen very terrible things done to dogs in the name of training. I'm not the only one. I, I know some of you guys probably have too. And you know, maybe my definition of horrible things and somebody else's definition of that sometimes can change. Right? To to some people it's pretty extreme. To some people putting up training collar on a dog putting a prong collar on a dog is inhumane um and for some people they have a different tolerance level to what they consider uh grotesque inhumane and i'm i'm just gonna kind of tell you some of the stuff i saw that would indicate to me that what was done was in my opinion at least unethical and inhumane so you know, corrections are corrections, okay? Um, you might feel a certain way about corrections and the administering of corrections, the use of corrections. Although, if this is not the first episode you've listened to, you are probably, um, you're probably okay with corrections. If you follow me on social media, you're probably more open-minded with the use of training tools. I'm not a crank and yanker by any means. I'm not a... Uh, um, you know, a, a pro, pro prong collar, pro e collar. I'm just a a pro whatever works for the dog. So, here are some of the things that I have seen in the past, um, and I, I'm not going to give details, and you know, and persecute anybody and say any names. This is stuff that I learned, and this is stuff that I saw in my in my in my journey in my career. And, uh, you know, when, when I first saw some of these things, I immediately thought that that can't be right. And then as I progressed, as I got better, I definitely knew, you know, that can't be right. Uh, I know that's definitely not right. So, uh, you know, some of the things I have seen, I mean, I've seen your standard hanging of the dog, um, when the dog was engaging in something that was, wasn't even that bad, you know, things like, um, you know, oh, the dog is just maybe getting a little bit too, uh, not even crazy, but dogs maybe getting a little bit too amped up, right? Maybe, uh, dog is a little bit, a little bit too, uh, too, uh, hyperactive. And so rather than, Rather than you know address that appropriately, I've seen trainers and and or handlers 
go, hey, you know what? I'm just going to hang, hang, uh, just bring the leash up, <laughs> suspend the dog, uh, you know, off the ground and just kind of bring it down, right? Now, you might go, well, that's horrible. And you might also go, that's not that bad. So I've just only gotten started. <laughs> uh, some of the other things I have seen too is I have seen uh, helicopters. And what a helicopter is, is when the dog is on a, on a leash, attached to a leash, whether it's a uh, prong collar or a, a choke chain, and I've seen this done on a, I've seen this done on a choke chain, uh, where the the infraction wasn't even warrant didn't even you know warrant this type of correction. I mean, if you even want to call it a correction, I, I I would I would definitely go ahead and say this is not really even a correction. Um, but I've seen helicopter I and mean, dog completely in the air just doing a complete 360 at least once i mean like at least one turn uh and i have seen this i've seen this like probably probably a couple of times that were pretty bad you know i have seen like from one side to the other the dog suspended for a little bit but uh i've also seen like a, at least a whole turn two turns in one occasion Again, in the name of um, in the name of training. Uh, another thing I have seen is I've also seen kicking. I've seen kicking of the dog. Uh, that that is one that is a little bit more common. Uh, I have seen I have seen kicking a lot more often, and I have heard of people that you know kick their dogs as part of training. This is more of a you could call it an old school technique and uh i suppose if i mean i suppose it is a technique and it was more common and more accepted uh in uh a different in a different time frame but uh, you know obviously now we don't do this we, <laughs> not that we don't do this as much uh, i'm sure it still gets done pretty quick pretty you know pretty often but what I, what I meant is maybe uh it's not as acceptable today as it, it was at some point some some time ago decades ago but i have seen that and even when i was new and you know fairly new like by that i mean like two years in a year in when i did see that i i, I mean i thought i knew immediately that that just couldn't be right and uh you know whenever i was talking to uh i was talking to one of my buddies earlier uh after club and i we were talking about this and you know we were saying that um i guess when when you do this like day in and day out day in and day out and you just this just becomes like a like a you know dog training suddenly becomes just a a series of motions that you do on a daily basis and you, you start to kind of separate yourself. At some point, I, I think some people just 
separate themselves a little bit too much to the point that it becomes too mechanical and they kind of lose their humanity a little bit. I have seen, I mean, I've seen people that that uh, when they engaged in corrections like this, there was like no feeling of remorse. It wasn't like a um, any concern afterwards. I mean, it, <laughs> there have been times where you know, I've given corrections and, and I felt like the correction was maybe a little bit more than I thought it would be. Not even that bad, but even just thinking, oh, I think that correction was a little bit too much. I immediately have this feeling of, oh, I should have paid attention to that. Um, and the dog looks fine because it's it's still, I'm not, I'm not over going over the top. But, um, and those occasional times in which Sometimes the correction is a little bit too much than than it than it should have been. I instantly feel a little bit of remorse, a little bit of you know I I should have done better with that correction. But with some of these corrections that I have witnessed, that definitely cross that line of unethical. Uh, when I see those people, when I saw those people, there was like no remorse at all. Uh, one guy uh, that I worked with this was i mean this was a long time ago one guy that i worked with the dog didn't even do anything terrible it just it, it was a lab i remember that it was a lab and uh it was during a send detection exercise the guy was there was a trainer this trainer was handling the dog and i think what happened was the dog was maybe a little bit distracted just wasn't really into it i don't remember the dog exactly it could have been that you know maybe it wasn't the right candidate but i i do remember that it wasn't as focused on the task and so rather than making the exercise easier simpler for this dog to handle or just putting the dog away and realizing that this is just not the right dog i remember the guy kind of lost his patience hung the dog and i'm still fairly new at this so I'm, I'm not you know i'm not in any position of authority at all here i'm just kind of watching this being done and the guy just just pretty much hung the dog and the dog passed out dog just hit the ground and there was like no no feeling of remorse the guy was just thinking uh, he, he's probably going to get up soon. And uh, yeah, I mean, at some point, at some point you have to, you have to realize that you, you can't really lose your, your humanity. And I think I think maybe that's what happens sometimes. I was telling people, I was telling some uh, some people about this last week, or really this past weekend, when I was given a when I was given a lecture. You know, the people that do this type of stuff, they're really in two categories. The one category are people that truly don't know, don't know a better way. I mean, these are the people that are probably kind of new. They're, they're learning. Uh, or they were taught to do it a certain way. 
and I mean, if if you look at, for instance, if you look at farmers, uh, ranchers, they'll do things to their animals, and it's just everyday, you know, it's just business as usual. Just another day at the office. Some of the things that these ranchers do to their, you know, to their goats, to their, uh, to their cattle, to their pigs, they're just they're just you know they're just farm animals and they're very matter of fact about some of the things that they do and they don't look at it as oh i wonder how much discomfort this is going to bring to to this farm animal they just they just get it done and i believe there are people like that who work with dogs too they go they probably go this is just how 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 we do it this is just how you do it with the dog this is you know this makes sense to me why not do it that way? It's just an animal. You just got to get it done. And so I believe there are people that are probably good, good people, generally good people, but do this and they're just more of a, this is just how we do it. This is the only way I know how to do it. And so therefore it's got to be the only way to do it. I've met people like that, that were very matter of fact about it. Um, and the things that they, they would do, like, it was like from though this one thing, immediate kick right on the dog, right on the dog's back, uh, the dog's rib and dog's ribs and very matter of fact. And, and these were people that I knew learned it this way. And it's truly like matter of fact, <laughs> And I and I've also seen people on a kind of a different, different category. And what these people are, are people that do know better. Um, people that that do know that there is a better way to do it, but don't really care to know or learn those ways. And I I guess both groups of people that that do these types of corrections if we can call them that i mean both of them are are definitely people that need more knowledge it's people that that need to really reconsider how they're doing things both of these people are shall we say wrong but i believe the the group of people that knows there is a better way. They know that they could get better, but they choose to just keep doing it this way because to them it's just easier. I think that's probably the the shittier group of people. Like the people that I have met, that I have known, who, you know, they, they learned it that way eventually they keep learning and they, they realize this is not how I'm supposed to do it. You know, one great example is uh, Mike DeBruza from K91. This guy is in New York. Uh, he is, he's an awesome trainer, uh, great, uh, very knowledgeable, put out really awesome content. If you haven't heard of him, Look up Mike DeBruza from K91. He's got an awesome YouTube channel with a lot of content, very detailed information. Um, I always like to give him a shout out when I shout out when I can, um, because the guy has been a good influence on me as well. But one of the things 
that he says on one of his videos he's he's what you would call a uh, a balance trainer but he's more on the um i don't want to say softer side but i guess for simplicity's sake yes he's more on the softer side like he he's more on the uh you know erring on the side of caution where he does use corrections he does use training tools but he's more on the um he's more on the on the on the more um yeah i guess that would be the the easiest way to describe it on the softer side uh and just again very knowledgeable but one of the things that he says in one of his videos is when he first got started he was one of those guys and you know that video was was very it was certainly it was certainly a good video because he he was very transparent about his journey he talked about how when he got started he had this you know this uh apprentice or the center and that that was watching him that was kind of learning along with him not along with him but uh you know he was in the authority position he was the trainer he had an intern and he's basically um working with this dog and he's hanging the dog like actually hanging the dog and so the 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 apprentice asked him you know why you know why are you doing that or is, is there a different way something along those lines and mike said you know this is this is just how we do it and he had a had a realization at that point that you know that wasn't that wasn't right but he is one of those people at that point in his life at least he was one of those people that did that he was learning he learned it that way he explained that on the video too and so he learned it that way and and he got better and he got way better to the point where he is now influencing and has influenced and taught a lot of people so yeah, sometimes sometimes you don't know. Sometimes the person that you see maybe uh, cranking quite a bit, maybe they truly don't know a better way. Uh, but then you see the people that do know there is a better way, but they would just rather not. They just don't care. And I have seen people like that. I've met people like that. And I know there are people like that. They have... Uh, um, <laughs> They're just, they're, they're like not progressing anymore. But anyway, so we look at it and we go, okay, so how, how does this come into the ethics of training? And here's the thing, you know, if you do subscribe to the use of corrections, you have to realize that there will be times that you will overcorrect. There will be occasions in which your correction your timing will be off. It's just kind of part of the learning process. There will be plenty of times where your corrections won't be enough. That's still part of the learning process. And um, and you are, I mean, it is a skill, you know, to give an effective correction that does just enough. That is a skill. Okay. 
that is definitely a skill. It does come with time. It does mean that along the way, you're going to potentially mess up, meaning you're going to either not give enough, you're just going to nag, thus building tolerance, or you're just going to go a little bit a little bit overboard. And all of that to make you the trainer that if you do subscribe to the use of corrections, right, um, then learning this skill gets you to the point where your corrections like 95 or 98 percent of them end up being just the right correction for most scenarios most dogs because you start to pick up on these things okay so it is okay to occasionally um you know mess up that's not unethical okay it is something that you will learn to do occasionally you might go overboard that's not unethical uh given corrections themselves now i'm talking more a little bit about opinion in in a school and school of thought when it comes to this topic but just corrections themselves they're just a form of communication that's not unethical now obviously if you're the type of person that does not subscribe to corrections then you're going to think that all corrections are unethical, which is fine. That's your right. You can feel that way. And this means you're probably not really listening to this podcast anyway. But if you find yourself just still constantly pushing, if you find yourself constantly just constantly uh getting physical with the dog, constantly just putting your dog in situations that is going to fail and the corrections just keep happening and the dog's demeanor just keeps getting worse, you might want to start asking yourself, what kind, which of those two categories do I belong in? Am I the person that I just don't know? But I, but I can get better. And so I'm going to choose to do that. Or am I the type of person that I really don't care? You know, like, I know it could be done better. I know that there are some things that I could learn, but this works just enough for me, so I don't really care. And then you have to ask yourself, is this ethical? Am I okay with this? And again, your definition and my definition and other people's definition might be entirely different. And if you can live with that and you're okay with that, then, you know, you, you do whatever you want. But my thing is, for me, my opinion, it should be for the greater good. It should never be overboard. It should be just enough and it should be to help the dog or to help the client. It should never be to get your frustration out. It should never be to find just a shortcut because a bunch of things are done that way. And it was during those times that I saw the helicopters. It was during those times that I saw the hanging. It was during those times that I saw the kicking and the slamming against the ground and the hitting with the pipe all these crazy, crazy things that we don't really want to see that we're trying to move past and we're trying to move on uh, away from that type of training. Uh, 
But again, it's just my opinion. It's just how I feel about it. And I just wanted to kind of go over it in this episode. So if you like this episode, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and Facebook. And subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll see you in the next episode.